Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We know your life will be changed for the better by listening to God's word. If you'd like to know more about Trinity Beaumont or contribute to our ministry, please visit www.trinitybeaumont.com. Thank you, Lord. Well, I am uh, absolutely thrilled to be able to come to you guys today. How many of you guys are excited for what God has been doing in our midst? Um, they, oh, come on. Has God been good to you these last couple of weeks? Come on, how many of you guys, can you believe it? This is day 14. Next Sunday is day 21. I, I was sure of it that our fast was not going to end until next Monday. And if you want to, you can fast through Monday, but apparently it's done next Sunday. Um, thought I'd get a little more of a response. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will do another fast later this year, though, so don't get, don't get too crazy. Hey, but on a serious note, this fasting uh, and prayer uh, produces a lot of fruit. Um, I'd love to take some more testimonies. Um, today, but uh, I feel like we have some another direction to go. So I don't want you to not share your testimony, okay? Because the Bible is very specific. We overcome by what? Three things. Blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they love not their life until death. All right. I'm not going to preach on that. I want to. <laughs> so your testimony is valuable. I encourage you guys, as you're going through your days, uh, this last week of your fast, take note, don't miss this opportunity uh, to really grab a hold of what God is doing, even if it's a small thing. Um, I love uh, Miss Darnell, doesn't look she with us today, but she was sharing all the little things God was doing her, and of course, big things last week too. And uh, if you haven't been journaling, if you haven't been keeping tab or track of, of what God's been doing, don't let today pass without starting. Get a note on your phone or something. Um, all right, I'm not going to talk to you much more about fasting, but I did want to kind of highlight um, as we're going forward into the year of doing what God pleases, uh, doing what pleases God, sorry, <laughs> um, hearing from God. That's kind of the big point of this fast as we jump into the new year, 2022, hearing from God. We want to hear what pleases him and do it. Um, just a couple of uh, well, one, one thing that I think is really cool is um, I, uh, I told Caitlin, I said, I really want to take one day out of the week all next year and dedicate it to working on the building. And um, I've been able to really accomplish a lot, and we've been able to get some, some good ground covered and working on the bathrooms. We've got paint ready to go on the outside of the building. As soon as it gets warmer, we'll have uh, more of the building painted. And so, yeah, taking the limits off, we're really um, – we're – going to be operating limitless this year. Uh, how many of you guys are on board with that, right? For all that God wants to do. And I've just, I've been so absolutely amazed uh, in awe and wonder at what God has done already in these these first couple of weeks as, uh, as we fasted, as we fasted. So uh, I just really um, am so thankful for each and every single one of you that's here. Um, welcome. I did see a couple of new faces this morning, and we're just so glad that you guys are here with us today. Um, 
This is a family. If you hadn't noticed, we're very comfortable here. Um, so we invite you and encourage you to uh, be a part and just be comfortable with us. Uh, even if you're watching from online, um, you may be far from us, but we still consider you part of the family. And uh, we love you, even if we may not know you, and really are standing and believing together with you guys for all that God has for you and your family this year. Um, with that being said, uh, like I said, we're going to continue a little bit forward away from this whole, you know, uh, hearing from God and doing what pleases him, so to speak, uh, because I want to talk to you guys about connecting to God. How many of you guys think that um, being connected to your father is pleasing to him? Yeah, not a far stretch in my mind either. Um, so uh, really quickly, I want to go over uh, 12 different ways that you can connect with God. Uh, but before I do that, let's pray. Father, we are so thankful for who you are. And Holy Spirit, we don't just acknowledge you. We don't just invite you to come and have your way uh, for just a little bit. We want all of you. We, we want the whole thing without measure, limitless. We want, it, we want it all. And so we just welcome you. We declare that no spirit but the Holy Spirit is welcome here. In fact, I take authority and bind any demonic and wicked uh, stronghold and spirit that would try to be hindering us from learning and hearing from you today. And we just thank you um, that the limits are off, that you are able to uh, teach. We welcome you because we did not come to hear from a man. We came to hear from you. And so we just open ourselves up to do exactly that. And we just praise and thank you because we believe uh, that we're going to be changed by your word. We believe that we're going to be inspired by your word. We believe that we're going to be corrected and instructed. And we're so thankful for that. So all who believe that in Jesus' name, amen. And we shout about it. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm excited. For, for holy direction. Hallelujah. All right. All right. So um, keep in mind, if you'll throw this slide up on the screen, the 12 different ways to connect to God, that all of these are not going, you're not going to identify with them very closely. But just because you don't necessarily identify with them all the way doesn't mean that others may not. And to kind of help you understand what I'm saying, We'll just go through these really quickly. So the first one on your list is adoration. Um, if you'd like these notes, I'd be happy to get them to you. Um, also known as worship. Who, where are my worshipers at the, in the house? Come on, make some noise if you love to worship, right? So you will relate to all of these on some level, but some of them more stronger than others. Um, moving on, compassion. In other words, serving. Caring for those in need. This means that you come alive, you feel closer to God, and you feel like you are fulfilling your purpose when you are caring for those around you. You're serving with your hands, right? Um, this, is, this is really good for uh, people that are, um, you know, you love to bake, you love to cook, um, you love to, you know, go to the soup kitchen, or you love to just help hand things out to, to those who are in need, or maybe, maybe you can build some things with your hand. Uh, you can help care and protect people, um, Next one, conversation. Uh, pretty simple, explanatory, uh, talking with God. In other words, you feel connected to God in conversation. So uh, even, even in conversing about God with other people, um, I don't know for a fact, just to pause on this really quickly, and I'm, uh, I'm going to keep going through these because I do want to highlight one of these today. But um, I don't know that we will go through all 12 of these this year. How many of you guys would like to know all about these? Okay, well, so we'll just see what the Lord says. <laughs> I was just curious what you guys thought. Okay, um, the next one's creation. Um, Demi, you're the person, yeah. Being outside in nature. Somebody say, nature. All right. 
So you feel most connected to God when you are outside, when you are uh, exploring, when you are when you are you know visibly present with God's creation. Where am I? Where are my creation people at in the house? Yeah, we got a, we got a good handful of these. So like I said, the, some of these you're really going to um, identify with strongly, and others you're not, and that's okay. Um, the next one is fasting. Really? Nobody? Oh, I got one person in the back. <laughs> fasting. Uh, my team. My team would um, put this in the parentheses be- for me because I. This. This is one of the things that helps me feel close with God. And they would say, "You're being spiritual." But uh, that's just one of those things that some of these you will relate to very strongly, and others you won't. Um, but yeah, very, very straightforward there. You feel closer to God when you fast and not just food, but all things. When you abstain, when you deny your flesh. And in case you're getting any ideas about how this is unbiblical, Jesus said, when you fast. So it is biblical that we all fast, even if you don't feel like it, which most people don't. Okay, next one's learning. Um, and you'll find that learning and meditation are really similar, but there is a difference and um we just might have to teach about it. So the first one, learning here, um, loving God with your mind. Basically, you feel connected to God when you are learning about the things of God, learning about uh, other things, and, and it helps you connect dots and, and make sense of God as a creator. Um, meditation. Meditation is intentionally focusing and directing your thoughts on God. So like I said, it's, they're very similar, but there is a difference there. And I just don't know enough to teach you the difference right now, nor do I have the time. Um, the next one is movement. Where are my movement people in the room? You like exercising, right? You like, you like, you like, um, being active. You like, (laughs) your expression, honey. Your expression, we know. You like to move, not that kind of move. She does not like working out. That's okay. You don't have to like working out to be connected to God. Other people like that. Other people, so um, the guy that I got this from, the, the pastor in their church, Mercy Culture, he's a big movement guy. As a matter of fact, every day he goes out and runs, and he says, on my run with God, he talks about. And I'm like, it just kind of makes me like, oh, that's, you know, I just, I don't like that. I like being active. I like exercising. And, it, and I do identify with it somewhat, but like, it's just be a stretch, you know, every day. It's just, the Lord's just going to have to show up. How many of you guys feel like that sometimes? God's going to have to show up to help me there. <laughs> All right, Reformation. i uh, give you a little blurb here. One of the ways you connect with God is by partnering with him to make the crooked ways straight. Hello, come on, somebody say Isaiah. He has given you a burden for the same things that are on his heart. Come on, anybody feeling fired up by this yet? Your daily encounters are filled with prayer and petition for God's restorative justice to be released in the earth, and your daily encounters continue when you put your prayer into action. Where are my reformers at? Come on, make some noise. Yeah? Okay, I I think there might have been a couple. No? All right, well, you know, maybe we'll just teach about it. Um, How many guys? No, Uh, God is the God of justice. So reformation is important to, to God. Um, next one is remembrance. You guys get some good stuff feeling like this is kind of helping you. I'm, I love this. This, this is so cool to me. I thought, you know, if I can help feel more connected to God, then it helps me identify how to help others feel more connected to God. And I, I know that's on God's heart. Amen. So, uh, remembrance, when you remember what he has done, you feel close to the Lord. 
Oh, Selah, come on, somebody. Jesus. See, that's why I said, like, you'll relate to these on some level because they're all attributes, characteristics of God, but they're not, since we're all made in his image, I'm jumping just a little bit ahead, but even though we're all made in his image, you reflect God differently than the way other people do. And that's okay. Amen. All right, come on, somebody. Hello. So when you remember what God has done, you feel close to the Lord. And through your remembrance, you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I got any remembrance people in the house? That helps me. Solitude. You feel close to God when you get alone to meet with him. You might not relate a lot to solitude because of our day and age, but can I encourage you? When the Bible said, be like Jesus, Jesus knew how to be alone. I'm not teaching any more on that. All right. Our last one is expression, also known as the arts, which is what we're talking about Limitless Sunday next week. It's going to be different, but I believe prophetically and and by um, divine, um, God's divine will, we're we're on the mark because when, when I say prophetically, when Pastor Becky said, I believe this ought to be a time where we are receiving more than giving more concerning the children. I believe that's exactly what needs to happen. I really do. I've felt like this very strongly for several years, that the children need to be included more, that they need to be uh, not just imparted to more, because I don't, don't get me wrong, they're not going to be able to shove me off the stage that quick. I'm more than happy to impart to children. I love children. I do. Um, I didn't know I loved children so much until I had one. Um, it, it really has astounded me. But I believe that it's important for us to receive from the mouth of babes. Come on. And if you've been paying any attention, well, let me see if I could say that in a little bit better way. For those of you who may not know, there has been a very strong movement on the earth in these last days for the younger generation that's not just rising up and we're talking about it, but we are seeing it. Hello, who's, who knows what I'm talking about? We're seeing it. So what, what God is breathing on as far as the youth are concerned, this is a year of doing what pleases him. I believe we absolutely have to get on board with that because this has got to be the day and age where we allow those who are coming up around us and behind us, and of course, even before us, always, we honor those who came before us, but we, we pay attention to what God is doing and, and where he's moving on the earth. So that's why I just say that... Um, where we are going and, and what God is doing as far as, you know, moving generationally speaking. Hello, how many of you guys know that God is a God of generations? Then, um, you know, let's open up the windows of heaven. Let's, you know, open up limitless, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. All right. So I've got a couple of sentences here. So y'all just sit back and relax. Try to soak it in. And then we, we'll, we'll go through it afterward. Because expression is this. If you put up that expression slide, perfect. Um, this is part of it. You connect to God with, uh, excuse me, you connect with God through expression. When you express through creativity, you are beholding your creator and reflecting his image. You feel the closest to God. And listen, just for the sake of time, don't think this, that you are not a creative. We are all made in God's image. And we're, and since he is a creator, we are made to be creative. Okay. So don't, you got to be careful about your, your, your gate, what comes out of there, what you're thinking about. Amen? 
Okay. So you feel closest to God when you're able to commune with him while you're creating something, whether it is through writing, drawing, painting, playing an instrument, dancing, filming, editing, styling, or anything that is creative. This is how you have a conversation with the Lord. So you may not identify strongly with this. That's okay. But we're all still made creative. When you create, you can slow down to hear God and catch the revelatory gifts. Come on, say law somebody. He wants to give, he wants you to partner with. When you create, you are able to enter into freedom because you surrender yourself and your thoughts. So I'm, I, I just want to lay all this out to help bridge where we're going and what's going to take place next weekend. Because you are looking to God when you're creating, there is intimacy that is shared. There is sanctity in knowing that he has trusted you. There is surrender, communion, and a closeness that you experience when you are creating with the Lord that brings healing to your heart, fresh revelation, and innovative ideas and solution. Not just for you, but for the world around you. Hello. Come on. How many of you know we are are here to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth? So creating can be a healing balm to you because your expression is an avenue of connection with the Holy Spirit where there can be an exchange of lies for his truth. My God. This is how the Lord speaks to you in the way you will understand him. You are reflecting the nature of your creator when you express in creativity. So behold your creator and create. Where are my creatives at in the room? Make some noise. Would you stand if you're a creative? If you really identify with this strongly. Male or female. Come on, where are my creatives at in the room? Keep on standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Wow. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. Take a look around. Hey, building is creation. It is. We honor you as creatives, and we thank you for for being a creative because this helps us see another side of God that we don't see without creatives. Amen. You guys can have a seat. Would you make make some noise for all the creatives in the room? Come on. That's okay if you didn't identify with this one really strongly. But remember, even though some of these are your ways to connect to God and others aren't, it doesn't mean that because you identify this way and they identify that way, they're right and you're wrong or you're right and they're wrong. Vice versa. That's what I'm trying to say. Thanks. <laughs> Amen. So uh, I'm excited because what what uh, Caitlin and I have wanted to do now for years as well is to introduce and bring the arts into our family and our body. I don't know what this all looks like. And we haven't eliminated the arts beforehand. We haven't just said no to no to dancing or flagging or painting or the expression of any type of arts because uh, how many of you guys are familiar, well aware? Morgan is into fashion. She has a calling on her life to do fashion. That is, that is expression in, in a very deep way. Uh, Gabby, she has dreams. She paints. She hears from God. She connects to God through uh, creativity, uh, expression. Um, so this is something that we haven't just closed the door on, but it's important enough to us that we don't just say, well, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Because I believe that it will never happen if we don't do this. I just, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I don't really have a better explanation for you. Um, but I believe that the arts 
are not just needed in church. I believe that there is a place for people who are, um, operate creatively and through expression, a place that can steward them. As disciple makers, it's important to be like Jesus in every aspect, that we make disciples who are not just looking like us, but look like Jesus. And I, I don't really have a bunch of great examples to talk to you about how Jesus was a creative, but one that comes to mind right off the top of my head is the fact that, you know, he used creative miracles, even through mud and his saliva. His words. Uh, for the record, if you're maybe not catching on or well aware of, our words have the ability to take and give life, create life, or keep it. Um, so I've got a couple of different examples of scriptures up here to go through really quickly. Um, if you'll just leave this pa- um, page up on the screen, that's fine. We don't have to go through all of them, um, and you can write them down. Uh, but Genesis 1 is literally all about how God created the heavens and the earth. Then he made man in his image. And we are made to be like God as creatives to a certain extent. So it's important that we pay attention to the different aspects of how we can connect to God. And this is just one of them. In Exodus 31, 1 through 11, God starts giving instructions about the temple. If you don't know anything about the temple, when it was finally built, it was extremely elaborate. If you don't know what that word means, it had a lot of details. But details doesn't really describe the temple well because it was really fancy. So elaborate kind of puts those words together because it was extremely exquisite as well. It was the most fascinating and beautiful thing that people had ever built before. And it was laid with uh, precious metal everywhere, gold and silver. And God anointed people to build this and make it. Um, As a matter of fact, I might just go there really quick, Exodus 31, because the words used there to describe how he anoints this guy, it said, see, I have called him Bezalel, and I have filled him with the spirit. This is verse 3 of chapter 31. With the spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and knowledge of all manner of workmanship. In other words, to design artistic works, to work gold, silver, and bronze in cutting jewels for setting and carving wood and to work in all manner of workmanship. And I indeed have also appointed a holy app and I have put wisdom in the hearts of gifted artisans. So this wasn't just for a couple of people. This was for artisans, plural, that they, make, that they may make all I have commanded you the tabernacle of meeting, the ark of covenant, the testimony and the mercy seat that is in it and all the furniture of the tabernacle, the table and its utensils, the pure gold lampstand, etc., and so on and so forth. There's a lot to get in there. So right here off the bat in the second book of the Bible, we see God really bringing to our forefront how art and the expression of art and create, 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 creation, sorry, creation is valuable to him. Um, 
Moving on in Exodus 35 and 36 uh, is a continuation of building the temple. Guys, if you don't know about the temple, it was huge. Uh, Lots of stone, lots of workmanship, years um, went into this. Um, Deuteronomy 28 talks about keeping God's commands, honoring God, um, and then being careful that you don't diminish what God wants to do. Um, So, in this aspect, I would just say that, you know, as we move forward with expression and with stewarding the arts in this house, that we just honor that, even if it doesn't make sense to you, even if uh, maybe you're like, oh, that, you know, they're just drawing attention to themselves. I, I just really be careful. I, I ask that you just really be careful when you see somebody moving differently than you, when you see somebody connecting to God differently than you, try to honor that. Because it'll open up the door for God to speak to you in a new way. And and which one of us doesn't want to connect to God more? How many of you know that pleases God? To be connected to your Father, to hear Him and see Him more fully and clearly. (laughs) Amen. Um, Psalm 51.10, we'll go there really quick. I'll be honest, I threw this together yesterday. I didn't get all my notes uh, finished. Um, Psalm 51, 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Hello. There it is. Create all over again. Um, Proverbs 22, 29. Do you see a man who excels in work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. And I, I keep thinking about this. I, I mentioned it earlier. Building, making things with your hands is as much as creation as somebody who, who operates digitally speaking. In my mind. If you're able to take a, a, a plot of land and turn that into a space for education, that is brilliance. That's heaven's wisdom. Taking a, a, a piece of land and turning it into a place for education. I, I think that's amazing. So even though you may be an architect, even though God may speak to you through designs and drawings, that is just as much an expression because it's helping you bring God's kingdom to earth as it is in heaven. Because the Bible speaks this, and and this is a really weird bunny trail, so to speak. But it says that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And so God cares about education. I mean, I'm just saying, uh, I didn't really plan on getting there, but this bridges to teachers. I, I do have that written down because I think teachers are just as much uh, a creatives as those who are um, builders or those who make things digitally, um, so to speak, you know, like Reels or TikTok or anything that's online. Because how many of you guys know a teacher shapes the minds of others? They have the ability to, to bring godly wisdom or earthly influence. We need teachers now more than ever. Godly teachers. Those who fear the, fear the Lord. Ephesians 2.10. This is a very fond passage of scripture. Says that we, somebody say, me. me. Come on, tell your neighbor, you. you. You are his workmanship. Workmanship is, is a, an amazing Greek word. Um, I'm not going to try and say it in Greek, but 
Compare it to the English word poem or poetry. The word signifies that which is manufactured, manufactured, a product, a design produced by an artisan. This word emphasizes God as the master designer, making us as his master design. So we are his workmanship, that thing that he has masterfully designed. Also, Psalms 139 comes to mind, which talks about how God made us so intricately. And it says we are created in Christ Jesus. Somebody say for good works. Come on. We're created for good works. You're not saved by good works. Quit trying to be good enough for God. But when you are saved, you better believe it. You are saved to do some good works. Come on. To bring heaven to earth. To do that which pleases him. So we are set aside. We're created for those good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Selah. Come on, somebody. I'm feeling good about this. The last one is Colossians uh, 3. This is another really uh, familiar passage of Scripture, 23 and 24. And it said, whatever you do. Come on, somebody say whatever. Whatever, whatever you do. It don't matter. It may, it may be a, a brush stroke, a pencil stroke, Gabby. It may be something that seems insignificant. It may be a cash register. I know we're talking about expression, but let me just talk about, you know, stay at home dads. Come on, make some noise. He got twins back there. Paul Ebarb, looking good. Glad to have you in the house today. You, you may just be, uh, you may think in your mind, oh, I'm just, I'm just a parent. Oh, don't you dare diminish what God has created you to do, what God has ordained, anointed you to do beforehand, that now you should walk in. Oh, I'm just, I'm just on the job. No, you're not. You're working for the Lord. Whatever you do, do it for the Lord and not unto men. Can, can I really just encourage somebody in the front row? Maybe you're in another row. Maybe you're at home on your couch. You're listening to your car later. Quit working for the man. Stop it. I don't care who employs you. It is God who made all. It is God who sees all. It is God who will be there when it is all said and done. Ain't no man have nothing to say about you except for one man. His name was Jesus. He paid the price to set you free. I'm just saying, ain't no man that can keep me down when I've been raised to life with Christ. Hey, Shakaba. And when he set me free, I've been free indeed. I'm not bound by salary. Come on, somebody. Quit working for money. My God. All right. Somebody's getting some freedom on this. Listen, if money was the answer, Jesus would have showed up and filled up your bank account. I'm just saying. Money's not the answer. The blood was what set you free. Hey, Shakaba. Ho. What was it on his back? Gold. The stripes of Jesus cause you to be well and healed. Not money that can help you get a hospital visit, that can get you to a specialist. My God, it was his blood. He was pierced. I know we're talking about expression, but somebody needed to hear this. If it's not for anybody else, I'll take it. It's set me free. Check this out. It said, don't do it for, do it for man. Tell your neighbor, don't do it for man. Don't do it for, don't do it for nobody else. Do it for him. Because when you do it 
and you know it's from the Lord, you will receive a reward of the inheritance. You're like, this is what you need to know because God's the one who's a rewarder. If you didn't know this, Hebrews 11.6, I love this scripture. It says that God rewards those who diligently seek him. I might throw in there, since we're talking about this passage, to those who work for him, those who serve him. I think serve is the best one. How are you serving? Are you serving God? And, and of course, this transcends every barrier. Expression is serving God just as much as any other thing. We must pay attention to how God is moving on the earth in these last days. I I, I kind of already talked about this, but I want to make sure that I I say this very clearly, that it's important that that we engage God in through expression because creation and expression involves disciple making. It involves bringing and building businesses. It involves helping building and designing, just like we already talked about. I have these things all written in my notes, but I just, it's so clear. Fashion, helping shape the world. I know it seems wild. It can seem wild to shape the world through fashion, but it's, it's, it's there and it needs godly influence. And if the arts weren't important, then God, I don't, I mean, the, the fact that the temple was so elaborate tells me, and that's just one example here. We can get, we ought to get into more. That God cares about this kind of form. Um, so just really quickly, as I close out, for those of you who may not know, the Lord's name is Jehovah Nisi. That's one of his names. This name is derived and taken from Exodus chapter 17, verse 15, where Moses um, erected a banner as the Lord came to him in this way. Uh, There we go, perfect. So he built an altar and called the name of it, the Lord is my banner. So basically what this gets into is how we're going to be bringing flags into the church and how we're going to like just being um, not just like allowing it, but encouraging it. Because waving a banner is a declaration of God giving you victory over the enemy. Go read it for yourself. Um, I really encourage you to uh, because I'm not going to go into it much more than that. But again, his name is Jehovah Nisi, which means the Lord is my banner. So when we, when we are flagging, when we're waving a banner, whether it's symbolic or in actuality, waving a banner is a declaration of God giving you the victory over the enemy. <laughs> Give me a flag, somebody. Give me a flag. Let's go. God, come on. Has he made you more than a conqueror? Come on, did he put the enemy under your feet? Did he raise you to life and now he's seated you together in heavenly places? Come on, you ought to wave. Somebody ought to, hey, shakaba. Start waving those arms. Use them as a banner. You might not have a flag. All you got is a coat, a handkerchief, whatever it is. Come on, the Lord is my banner. 
Hallelujah. The Lord is my banner. Oh, shakababa. Dancing. Maybe you see me up here dancing. I'm like, whoo, I'm like feeling good. Dancing. 2 Samuel 6.14. Check this out. How y'all, y'all know uh, dancing was biblical? Okay. Oh, all right. Y'all, y'all stay, y'all stay trained already. Uh, David danced. Wait, whoa, hold on. Who? Who's David? Who's he top and shadow of? Oh, so who danced? Oh, you said it, not me. I'm just kidding. The Bible said it. <laughs> it I mean, listen, he dances over me. Come on. You ought to just receive that right now. He's dancing over you. Come on. Woo-hoo. My God. Psalm 149 talks a lot about this too. Just really quickly, really quickly. You guys got five more minutes? Y'all ready to wave your banner? Y'all ready to dance before the Lord? We're going to put, we're going to activate today. Okay, I don't want to see anybody sitting still. I better see some banners. I better see some dancers. Praise the Lord in his sanctuary. Praise God in his mighty firmament. At any point, you guys go ahead and shout. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Oh, sorry, I'm in the wrong passage, wrong scripture. She's like back there like, what's happening? What's happening? (laughs) Sing to the Lord a new song. Okay, hold on. She'll have worship. And his praise in the assembly of saints. All right, we're about to do that. Y'all got something geared up real good. We, got, we, need, we need something fun. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. And let them praise his name with what? Somebody help me out with that word. Dancing. Y'all knew dancing was biblical? Come on. Y'all ready to dance? All right. Somebody help me out. Y'all stand on your feet. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's do some stretching. Come on. Over this way. Come on. Get those arms loose. Come on. Come on. Oof. Get those toes moving. Come on. Come on. Let's see those feet. Come on. You can't dance uh, if you don't move your feet. You you may not have rhythm like me. I don't care. I still dance before the Lord. (laughs) Come on. Jesus, we love you. Come on. Come on, just begin to wave those banners. Come on, just begin to move those feet. Come on. Let's just, let's just begin to dance and sing and make merry before the Lord. Come on. Come on, his kingdom is joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness and peace. Come on. Joy in the Holy Spirit. Come on. Wave those banners. Come on, joy in the Holy Spirit. Come on, you're releasing something as you dance. Oh, oh key change. Come on, Hallelujah. Come on, we praise you, God. We praise you with song and dance. We praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, she got her flag. There you go. Oh, we got plenty of flags up front. Go ahead, grab your banner. All right, listen. I'm getting out of here. It's time to activate. Let's go. Call my name.
Y'all having fun? Come on, y'all have fun? Hey, it's okay to have fun in church. Come on. Let's go. Let's go.
some more. I wish you'd prophesy some more, man. Hey, hallelujah. Come on. When you sing and dance, come on, what comes down? Walls come down. Come on, when you prophesy, things happen. When you open up your mouth, giants fall. You ought to shout about it, somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Shout about it like he's won the battle. Shout about it because he's sitting on the throne. Shout about it because he's the way. He's the truth. He's alive. Woo! Oh, come on, heaven's moving. Come on, will you shout to the Lord? Come on, I wish somebody would shout. Come on, you ought to shout. The walls are falling. Shout about it. Come on. Come on, darkness is leaving. Darkness is leaving when you shout, when you open up your mouth. Hey! <laughs> hey, come on. He loves this, guys. He loves this.
Down in my heart, I've got the joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. Thank you, Lord, for your joy, for your joy. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, come on, tell them, come on. Thank you for your joy, Jesus, for the joy that's set before you. You endured the cross of agony. Thank you for your joy. Come on, thank you for the joy. It's preparing you for battle. Thank you for your joy. It strengthens you. It strengthens your family. Hey, shema, ma, ma, ma. Hey, come on, why don't you prophesy about it? Hey, hallelujah, the joy in the house, the joy in my heart, the joy in my home. Thank you, Jesus. Joy, 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 joy. down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, can we honor him? Every hand lifted. Come on. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing here in our midst. Come on. Come on, just tell them. Come on. Wow, 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 wow. Come on, we're so glad. We're so thankful that you came, Lord. It, it shouldn't surprise us, God, but it does. It surprises me every time. I just, I'm so wrecked when you show up in the room, God. And I, I pray that we never take this for granted, that we never treat this as common. And so Lord, right now, even... As I say that, we, we, we say we acknowledge you and honor the fact that you came. We're just so glad. We're just so thankful that you did. When you come, the strongholds are broken. When you show up, God, everything changes, and we just can't stay the same. We just can't help falling more in love with you and just amazed and in awe and in wonder. Let us continue to be like children in this way, that we just, we just stay in wonder at our Father. We love the fact that as a father, you're so near to your children. God, I'm just so amazed at the fact that even though this is the year of hearing from you, hearing what pleases you and doing it, still more than anything, you are just, you are so fascinated by us. Heaven, Guys, if you didn't know this, heaven just absolutely is engaged with you on a personal level. And if you didn't know that, if you're here today um, and maybe you've never given your life to Jesus, I just want to give you guys the opportunity. If you are here or online, I need you to let me know if you're online, if you want to give your life to Jesus, because it is the most freeing and exciting and life-giving thing you will ever do. So um, on the count of three, if that's you in the room with nobody looking around, every head bowed, every eye closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus for the first time, or maybe you want to give your life back to Jesus, would you lift your hand? One, two, three. Any hands? I see that hand. Anybody else? You've never given your life to Jesus. You want to give your life back to Jesus. Anybody else? Come on. Thank you, Lord. Salvation is coming near. Come on, meet, meet me down here at the front, would you? Come on down. Come on. Salvation is coming near to your house. Come on down. Come here. Don't, don't be ashamed or embarrassed. We've all been there. Trust me, I've been there more times than I care to admit. 
So I want to bless you and pray for you and thank you for your humility. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful child of yours that she acknowledges that she wants to give her life back to you, Lord. It's no shame. It's no condemnation. It's just love in the Father's house. Miss Steph, come on. No shame, no condemnation. He wants you closer than you want him closer. So right now, you just say, I repent. I'm sorry for choosing my own way. You can have it all. Amen. Come on. Welcome. Come on. Come on. Give her a hug. Come on. We love you. We love you. Come on. Make sure you show this lady some love on your way out, guys. All right. And don't go too far. We got to get you, get you some good, good tools to help you on your way forward. Come on. Anybody else you want to give your life to Jesus or back to Jesus? The day, today, come on. Somebody say today is the day of salvation. If you want to give your life back to Jesus, I I promise you what I said was true. I have done it more, more times than I care to admit. I get wayward, foolish, stupid, hard headed. Come on. I got anybody hard headed in the room. You're like, oh, I need to turn back to Jesus. That's all repent means. Turn away from following your own way to follow his. Listen, don't leave if that's you. You may not want to come forward right now. That's okay. But we, I, I, I want to meet you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you. God is moving. He's working here in the house. And listen, he loves you so much. No matter what God is loving, he does. He loves you so much. But he does want to be close to you. And this is, and this is the beginning of that way. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. How many of you guys got some freedom in the house today? Come on, what an on-point word from Colin this morning uh, in uh, pre-service prayer. He said, Lord, what do, you want, what's, what do you have for us this morning? We pray before every service. The Lord uh, spoke to him about freedom. So, uh, wow, absolutely just so freed in God's presence this morning. Uh, again, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for coming. I hope to uh, see or hear from you guys very soon. Um, if you have not got a chance to be connected with our Trinity Beaumont community page, that is the place to be, especially in these last seven days of the fast. How many of you guys know fasting isn't always easy, but it's better together? Okay, so make sure that you get connected with us. We love you guys. Let's go. Love God, love people, and lead well. Amen. Have a great week, guys.